You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Good Night Unscripted, the podcast. Anna burnt her lip on her coffee. I did. You did? Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I burned my lip over Do you mean call you a wambulance? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You're still laughing and breathing, so it's not quite bad. Right? Oh my gosh. Just cover it with lipstick. Jesse kicked you in the mouth last week. He had a big. I'm sure people thought I did it. <laughs> Probably. He didn't kick me. He headbutt me. Oh, he headbutt you? I thought he kicked yeah. you. Well, he was sitting in my lap and then we were watching this movie and it's like lots of action. So he just kind of like leaped back and just hit Played me. Played out the action. <gasps> yes. And he it hurt so sometimes. bad, but I felt, you know, I couldn't it, say it, anything. He was ev- just happy. And every time it's your fault, right? Of course. <laughs> it's never mommy. his. Mommy. Mommy, what? Daddy, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> tells on us. Yeah. Oh, come here. Daddy never did that to you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. You're bad. Um, fresh new week. This we, is a, we had this an is awesome, a good week. We had an awesome week last week. This week's going to be an awesome week. This will be a better than awesome. This is an awesome week. This is the week we 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 go to court on Thursday, mm-hmm. and the twenty fourth, and uh, we get we should get some answers <laughs> some about answers. Jesse's case. Yes. Yes. You know, but we've been waiting on that since October, so yeah, Lord knows. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we have an answer when we get the answer, not until, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Change the subject. I think that's the best way to look at it. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you today about, th- this is sort of an extension of our last podcast. The last podcast was about, you know, negative influence in our life, right? No, last podcast was about... Um, not allowing other people to decide what what it is that you should do with your I life. I stand corrected. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. I think that's different than negative influences because here's the thing: sometimes, especially with parents, mm-hmm. um, I feel that what they want to do is, "Hey, I took this route; it worked for me; it's safe, so I want you to take the same route because then." I don't have to worry about you. So I think you're confusing negative influences with people with good intentions. Yeah. I think good intentions can still be negative influences. I mean, this is an important part of, part of what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's true. Um, but I think intentions do matter as yeah, far, as, the, there, there's as, some far as like are, how much it hurts you. There's some people that are malicious, and so there's a betrayal there. Or, but I mean, or they just want to control you, so they want to put you down. But so when they you're can an 18 year old kid and you want to go to fashion school, yeah, it, it kind of feels the same, doesn't it? It feels. Um, I felt like really like suffocating, you know, like yeah. I, like you're you're keeping me from my destiny, <laughs> and you don't understand why. Yeah. And so at the time, now now you can look back and go, oh, okay, I get it, right? You know, but right. but then it, you know, and that's what I mean. Like I think it's all a negative influence, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I guess so. I think the word negative is pretty negative. Well, I think having this conversation <laughs> is good because sometimes people that we think have good intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to perceive them as negative. We want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if we don't see it as having a negative impact on our lives, yeah, you know, because we want to forgive them, we we don't want them to. We don't want to think of them as bad people or doing something hurtful. Right. So we make an excuse for them, and that that perpetuates, you know, a, a level of abuse in a way, really, because because they don't modify the behavior. We don't protect them 
ourselves from it. And mm. then that negativity comes into our life. That negative influence comes into our life, don't you think? Yeah, no, I, I do. I do see what you mean. I, I guess I never thought of it as, you know, a, a negative influence. I've always thought uh, of someone that would um, maliciously say or do things or try to, you know, pursue to do things that are not at your best interest or to, well, to or to manipulate and control you so they, you know, they want to keep you at their level. So, like, for, for example... You know, you see that a lot. When I used to do personal training, you see that with your clients. The moment they start having a lot of success and their bodies change and their confidence grows, always, always there's people in their life, and usually it's the ones closest to them, <laughs> even, you know, husbands or wives or, or, or family, close friends, that start to, like, be not be supportive anymore. And it's because... It because of malicious a, intent. Yeah, because now their lifestyle is, you know, screwed because they still want to go and drink and eat and do that. And then that person is doing other things. So they want to bring drag them down back to the hole they were all in. Right. You know, and so I feel like those are negative influences. And well, I think there's two different things. And, mm -hmm. I, and I'll tell you why. You know, we, we have, you know, Jesse has three therapists, right? Because mm -hmm. he was he had some delays, and and now he's you know because of your hard work, mostly your hard work, with the therapist and Jesse, you know he's passed those things. He's, and he's actually up. accelerating yeah. now, right? Mm -hmm. But but the thing is, is that you know us saying things like, you know, Jesse ate all his food. Oh, good boy, Jesse. Good boy. Yeah. Well, now we're 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 confusing a choice that he made about whether he ate his food. So, so like when he was sick there and he wasn't eating his food, does that mean he's a bad boy? Right. You see what I mean? And yeah. so this is the thing. It's it's in what you're talking about is essentially the same thing. This is a good person that has a different choice for your life, but right. that's not in your heart. You're right. an adult now and you want to go and chase what's in your heart, you know, bump your head a few times, stuff like that. But here you are at 42 and everything worked out okay. Right. 43, I keep calling you 42. 43, okay. everything worked out okay. 32. And that's the whole thing. We all have our lives. We're supposed to go live our lives and somebody can give us advice and, and, and then that's part of a decision, but we don't have to necessarily do what they tell us to do. Right. If they persist on doing that, even with good intentions, it the, how we receive it is a negative influence. That's a very good point. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. Yeah. So I think I think I think we have to separate the person and you know their heart and their intentions and like that. And you're right. What you said is absolutely right. But I think there are exceptions to that where you've got people that. You know, like like we we've got friends in Florida mm -hmm. <laughs> that are thinking of taking in somebody to help them out. Yeah. We've been through that. <laughs> and we're like, that doesn't really work out good. No. And, and I mean, you can even even you love these people to death, you know, but but it was, you know, we we spent uh, a year. And, and another thing, just living in Vegas. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to come, quote unquote, visit. Right. <laughs> yeah. What it is, they just want to see you for a few minutes. and They want to go party. Right. Right. And, and so, you know, it's great to see them. It's great to hang out. You like to open up your home. But you do the laundry, vacuum the floors, clean the bathroom, and then somebody else is coming. And mm -hmm. then, you know, and, and so so it's their intentions aren't bad. Right. But the net effect is negative. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so and so again, it's one of those things. It's in the it's it's not the intentions of the person that you judge, that you should judge what is good for your life. It's it's how you receive it and how it affects you, mm -hmm. whether that's a negative or a positive. 
Is it a negative for us to have, like, like we've got a friend coming to stay tonight for a couple nights. Yeah. And to me, that's not a negative. You know, we're going to spend a lot of time. It's like that. Now, there are other people that would come and want to spend, I don't want to name any names, but if they want to be there for a week, we know it's going to be a stressful week. (laughs) Even though we love them and we want to see them, we know it's going to be a very stressful week, right? Like my parents. (laughs) Let's not name any names, parents. (laughs) Parents. No, but I mean, it's... No, but no, it's it's true. Some people, um, they... Um, and it really depends. demand a lot more. And, and further to make it more convoluted, you know, it depends on what we got going on. You know, we've, you know what I mean? If, if we've got a really, really busy week at work mm-hmm. and we won't be able to spend lots of time with them and, and, and then we feel obligated because, ah, you know, you know what I mean? And so I think, I think really how you perceive what is good for your life or bad for your life is how it affects your life, not necessarily the intentions of the person that it's having the effect. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, you know, um, I think, I think, I, I, I see your point. I see your point. Like a person with good intentions can still negatively, negatively. Have a, a negative effect, effect on your life. On your li- affect your life. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I do, I do agree with that. So I'm sitting in church yesterday. Uh, you, me, and Crystal went to church. Yep. Love this church. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's just a really, really great church. And you took great. us. Ten years to find a church find a we church liked. that we liked. Yeah, and it's this church is our home now. And and we were sitting there, and they were talking about influences in your life and how. Uh, and for me, you know, growing up where you know I didn't fit into the Christian mold mm-hmm. growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was at, and and there was lots and lots of judgment there, and so that this is always a, a point where I prickle, you right. know, because right. to me it sounds like judgment. But as the scriptures were read and, and, the, and the, the point was discussed, or not, not discussed, but presented, it was, it was more clear to me that it's, no, it's not that. If you sit and watch porn for 10 hours straight mm-hmm. and then you shut it off, what's on your mind for the next hour? Right. Porn, right? Uh, conversely, and, and this is something that I do a lot, I read between two and five books a month. Right, and Who I has know the time to watch porn ten hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say read two to five books a month. <laughs> like, I mean, I I, I don't example. watch it at all. But I mean, th- that's a bad example. I think if you have to watch porn longer than like the first couple minutes, you know what I mean. I think oh I think you, I think you got to see somebody. That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, this isn't about porn. <clears throat> Just an analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that's the thing. If if you watch, uh, you know, yeah. Well, we see how the cartoons affect Jesse. Well, this is the thing. He's watching the Emoji Movie, and this guy's like a a, a woman going through change of life. Like he's <laughs> he's crying, he's happy, he's angry, and it's because all the emojis are all different emotions, and so he's just he's just acting out what he sees. What he sees, yeah, and it's pretty obvious. And then last night he watched um, Toy Story. And this morning I went to get him in his crib and he's like having this whole fight scene, yeah. <laughs> you know, in his crib. And I'm like... Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Right. And so I'm, that's exactly it. Like whatever you surround yourself with. Whatever you put into your head mm-hmm. is and whatever you put into your, you know, whatever you put into your life. So if it's somebody or something, you know, I, I think there's no innocent things. And I look at my own life and I, you know, a couple of years ago I read a book. 
by Jesse Eisler. And it's a, about training, and it was called The Seal in Me. I can't remember what the name of it. It was an awesome book that I should look it up and put a link in the on the podcast. But but I read that book, and it inspired me to do a different kind of training. And, and You end up and, doing a thousand push-ups. Well, on my birthday, yeah. it was my goal. I started in January. I yeah. read the book, started in January, training for this thing. And on my birthday in June, I did 1,007 push-ups, and you did 635 with That's me. That's right. Right? And that took us 70 minutes. We did it 70 minutes. And so... I would have never done that had I not read that book mm -hmm. and become inspired, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then of course, I looked for things around me that would inspire me. When I got flat spots and things like that, I would look for things that would inspire me to give me more oomph so I would want to continue training and finish up the goal. Right. When you think about goals, you know, uh, we, we look at things like if you were getting ready for a contest – Mm -hmm. used to annoy the crap out of me. When I did my first bodybuilding show, I'd be doing cardio at home mm -hmm. and I became keenly aware of how many food commercials oh there were for gosh. crap food. Oh my gosh. I never noticed Because people it used to watch TV then and used right. to watch commercials. I totally get it. That, that was the same with me. I'm like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> else you can annoyed. advertise other than annoyed. food? Yeah, me too. And so I thought about that and I thought, wow, you know, and, and so yesterday when that sermon, like at first I bristled a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, judgment crap, right? And, and, but it wasn't that at all. No. It was just the people, the things, whatever you put into your mind, whatever you think about your life becomes essentially was the message, right. right? That's what you become. And, and, And I thought about that and I thought, wow, mm -hmm. that is so true. Mm -hmm. When you look at your life, you know, you think nothing of sitting down and watching, you know, a television show that you like to watch all the time. Right. But that, that show and everything that's in there has an impact on your life. Well, I was noticing because um, I think it was yesterday in the afternoon, Jesse went out for a nap and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some me time, you know, because you were busy doing something. And so I went on Netflix to find something to watch. Mm -hmm. And everything was so heavy and negative and like so much drama. And, and I'm like, there's nothing really like just funny and light and inspiring, you know? And I, I, was, I was searching for a long time until mm -hmm. I found something that was kind of like that. And it was like, okay, that says a lot about what we're surrounding ourselves with. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing we've talked about this before is, you know, Facebook friends and whoever is in your feed sometimes determines how you feel about your day. I, I had to start unfriending <laughs> or at least unfollowing, unfollowing certain lot, people. Like virtually anybody that's got anything to do with politics. <laughs> yeah. I had to do it because I, I just, I was so riled up. Well, you know I mean? yeah, it gets you pretty down and, and it can, you know, if you're a sensitive person and um, I'm the same way, like I love uh, my Facebook and the more you, you watch certain things, the more they show to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like all the the dog videos and the funny ones and all of that stuff, that is like, and I always send them to you too, but that it's, it's light, it's funny, it's happy. It's like, oh, there's good in the world. Mm -hmm. But when all that you look at is the news and, you know, the horror stories and like that, it does affect your day. It does. And it's the same thing with your friends or people that you, you know, interact with. If, um, And I have a friend of mine that all of her friends were always in crisis, but it wasn't that one-time thing. It's like 
when that crisis was over, she it was go a, away for two months, come back, and they're still in crisis, right? just another crisis, and it's got to <laughs> it be dealt with. It, and I need you here today because I can't breathe. Right. I can't, my heart will stop. And pounding. so pretty soon, I start thinking maybe <laughs> that person. That's just how they function. And maybe you're picking those friends because of something in you that you need to deal with, you know? And and that's what you and I were talking earlier today is that, you know, it's like people in bad, abusive relationships, mm-hmm. um, sometimes... As opposed to good, abusive ones. <laughs> no, bad and abusive. <laughs> um, sometimes you see that person leaving the relationship, but still living the same life because they keep doing it to themselves. And oftentimes choosing the same kind of person. This exact same person. That they just left. Because um, <clears throat> they never dealt with the root of the problem, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah. That's I, such a good point. And, and it's, it's uh, this all came about, I think, this is a, a whole, like we in the last month you and I have been, you know, we, we spent two weeks basically sitting down and on paper tearing our business apart and rebuilding the whole thing, making plans. We've got a second business we're going to launch here in the next uh, couple months and uh, all these things that we've got going on, right? Yep. And the changes we want to make in our life uh, because it's been nothing but work, yep. work and problems and struggles, right? Yep. And, and, and so I found that we'll sit down and have one of these coming to God meetings, you know, you and I, and say, okay, we're not doing that again. And literally an hour later, we're doing the same thing. Right. Now, going back to what I've read and learned about habit, you know, there's things that we do that are not necessarily a conscious decision. There are things that we store in in a part of our brain called our hippocampus, which, you know, the best analogy is, you know, have you ever driven to work on a route that you take every day, the same way, the same time, all the time, and all of a sudden you're driving along, you go like, okay, I don't remember driving here. You know, and that is your hippocampus. You're still alert. You're still very careful. You know, it's just that there's, you're not making those decisions and, and being aware like you would if it was a route you've never driven before. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is when you do repetitive things, your brain stores it in another part of your brain to free up the other part for conscious thought, right? And so, and I'm really, really paraphrasing here. But, sure. But basically, uh, this is what habit is. And so, so when you want to make a change, you actually have to, you can't, it's, it's, it's enough, it's not enough just to have the epiphany and say, ah, I need to stop that doing this. That would be this. easy. That yeah. would be easy. I need to just stop doing this. What it is, is you've got to stop doing it. And then you're going to catch yourself doing it umpteen million times. Right. And you have, I'm exaggerating. You're going to Hopefully start. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to catch yourself and you have to work through a different thought process and create a new memory, which then gets stored in your hippocampus. Right. And so, and that's the hard part that becomes the challenge because it is work. <clears throat> and so we go, Oh, well, I don't want to do work. Well, that's how you get anything, isn't it? I mean, you think about in the context of going to the gym and it gets so much pushback sometimes from people when I talk to them about making change Yeah, and they go, Oh, that's hard. You know, it's uncomfortable. It's this, or this, what workout, if you're going lifting weights or running hills or when is it ever comfortable? Mm-hmm. We don't go there for comfort. We go there to do the hard work and feel the discomfort. We, we associate that discomfort with growth and progress. If we just got hammered and we're you know, ready to puke, that's the one we take a picture of and post on, on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We need to, I told myself, I need to look at the rest of my life that way. You know, if I get through a really, really tough time in business and it's, 
a great big challenge. I need to embrace that like I would embrace a workout because when I've tackle that problem, I come out the other side and I'm stronger. Mm-hmm. I won't procrastinate on the next problem because I solved this one. Right. Your confidence is higher. And of course, you're going to get progress. You're going to move forward. Right. And, and I think that's the, the biggest thing that I realized sitting yesterday, listening to this in church. First of all, I got past the, the bristling thinking it was judgment. It wasn't yeah. judgment at all. It's just, it's, it's the people and things you put in your life. And basically the conversation you're having with yourself in your head mm-hmm. 24-7 is going to affect you far more than anything external. Right. Because you're with yourself 24-7. Nobody is with you 24-7. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and, and that's the thing. And so it's, it's controlling. We blame people, jobs, you know, troubles, past relationships, all of that kind of stuff. But lots of times, and I think most times, it's not them. It's not the external thing. They can influence something. They can certainly spark something. And so you have to be picky about who you spend I, time I, with I, and stuff you yeah, do. Yeah, no, I agree but you with can't, that. you can't continue that, that negative conversation but, to yourself But I head. think this, I think sometimes um, the influence has started at a really young age mm. where you couldn't make a choice. It becomes part of your value system. And if it does, it becomes part of your thought process and your value system and that's when when you finally realize, okay, this is where it came from. That's just the beginning of the work, and that's what you're saying. And that's when it's most important to then pick a different kind of influence in order to help you change and sustain changes in your yeah. life. Because the first influence that it, it's similar to the one that took you down, you know, yep. you're going to go right back there. You, you get back triggered. Same pattern. Right. You're absolutely right. Because this is what we're doing with Jesse mm-hmm. and why we've worked with these therapists is to learn ways to help him. For instance, with talking, you know, we, we learned instead of when he says truck and he says something else, you know, we go, no, no truck, no truck. And we try, you know, and so what happens is it affects his confidence. It, they taught us that no, Whatever he says, he says, Jesse truck. And he goes burp and we go, yes, right. Truck. Very good. You know, like truck. Yeah. And then pretty soon Jesse's saying truck. Right. right? And so we've learned that, that the most important thing is to build his confidence as he goes through life and share those things with him. And so he wants to do those things with us. He doesn't want to do them with, you know, on his own or with his friends at school. Right. You know what I mean? So, so we get to speak the lot. We get to be the loudest voice in his life. Yes. Right. And, and that's, that's with everything else. And so you know? it applies the same with mm-hmm. you just because you're taller and a little older doesn't mean that it's a different, Sure, your brain doesn't function any differently. Right. And that's why people that are, you know, recovering from drugs or alcohol, they need support groups that are all trying to look at life as the, the same way, you know. And if you go back to your old friends and your old, you are triggered to go back to your old habits. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, across the board, just because you're not, you don't have an addiction, it doesn't mean that you don't have to face it the exact same way. Right. It could be your negativity. It could be you, you know, you uh, um, self-sabotaging so you can't lose weight. You know, it could be any of those things. You still need to, so once, like, first thing, you need to see where that comes from. And then you need to make a decision to change your thought process. And then you need to make sure you're surrounded by people that will support that change. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you'll never, you can know where it comes from, but you always just feel like a victim and you will never be able to change. And that's the thing. Some people, 
choose to spend then the rest of their lives thinking I'm a victim because this happened to you to me. Right. And so now I do these things because of them or, or or her or him or whatever. And it's like, no, you have the power to change that now. A prime example of that is, uh, you know, the way I was raised, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody's got a story about their youth, but... I was supposed to be dead or in jail for the rest of my life. Right. You know, uh, my mom was a drug addict and there was no And you were told that how many times? Umpteen million times by everybody. And, yeah. and the thing of it is, is and, and the odd thing was, is when I started to move away from that and I made a change, had a football coach in high school that turned my life around. Uh, and then I went on to do great things. Because I was because I was not fulfilling their prophecy, you know, I, it was there was like resentment there rather right. than being happy. And so, really, I just made the choice to go off and live my life on my own, right? You know, rather than have people try to put negative things. I'm I'm at an age now, I'm 59 now, and it's weird saying that because I don't feel 59, yeah. but I keep getting reminded by guys that are my age that I have reconnected with that we're all getting old now. And I'm going, dude, I'm not old. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And, and that's the thing. And so I just can't, I can't listen to that on a regular basis. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, so I, 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 I do things that, like I still think I haven't taken my best photography. I, right. I've got goals for, I want to write a book. I want to do, make movies. I feel movies that and, way too because um, I'm part of some, mom groups on Facebook that are like adoptive moms, foster moms, you know, like, like that. And somebody posted the other day, you know, I, I just had my baby. I was 42 or something. So I won, you know, older mom support group. And I'm like, not me, but, and then I'm like, (laughs) oh shoot, I'm going to be 44, but I don't see myself that way. Like, I feel like I'm at my best condition health-wise and everything else, you know, to, to be a mom. So it, it's whatever you choose to see things as. And right. I like, because my sister said that to my parents the other day, she's like, no, I'm living my life to live to be 100, you know, and she had so much conviction that I'm like, you know what? Yeah. But like, why don't, why don't we all see that? And then if something else happens, life happens, right? But why don't we all live our life because I've somebody said that the other day one of my friends and is like well at my age you know who cares I don't have that much left well <laughs> if that's what you're thinking yeah. that's what's gonna happen right yeah. or you're just not gonna have a good quality of life for however many years you have right. left but it's an easy trap to fall into because we all need our friends and acceptance and sure. you, you get to 43 and when your friends are 43 and they, and the majority of them are patterning whatever their parents right. did and everybody around them does, right. you know, they look old. Like it was funny when your mom was there, you know, you're, you're up in the morning and you have a tank top on with no bra and pair of panties and yeah. you're running around doing stuff and your mom says, you walk around the house like that? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yes. doesn't everybody, you know? And it's just, that's just our home, right? right. Well, it's not because now if you were 25 she wouldn't have mentioned that. Right. But you're 43 you've got a you know no I'm this is what I do. Right. You know what I mean? And uh she was there so I had clothes on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she and yeah. my dad were there yeah. so I had clothes on. Got all on. dressed up for them, right? But no and it's true and it's like when you see it that way at 43 I'm not even halfway there. So how much better care do I have to take care of my teeth, of my skin, of my, you know, because I'm not, 
um, just counting on, oh, 20 years from now, it's all going downhill anyway. So it's like when you ask for a, you give your two-week notice at a job, how do you work those two weeks compared right. to if you think you're going to make your That's career? That's a great analogy. You know, if you're giving your two weeks notice... You coast if right. you show up at all. Right. And so um, I think it's important to look at life that way. And I think God gave you the gift of Jesse because now all Terry says is, I'm going to be 79 when he is 20 or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, I got to be in shape. And it's like, okay, great motivation. Dude, I've, never, I've never wanted to train harder. And not only that, but train smarter because I, <laughs> I can't have injuries. Yeah. You know, I tweaked my back the other day and he doesn't slow down. He still <laughs> wants me to carry him around. And I'm like in shrieking level 10 pain. You're like laying on the floor. He's like, wake up, daddy. Yeah, and he sits on me and jumps on me. <laughs> so, so that's just it. So I've, I've never paid more attention to my physical fitness, my flexibility, my, you know, the whole thing, right? Yeah. There's no cutting corners because, because I'm not going to be the guy. It's like yesterday we went to the park and, and you're running hills with him and I'm <laughs> kicking the soccer ball with him and we're running and we're going we're all over the place and he's two and a half. Right. It's just going to get worse. <laughs> right. Well, it's going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the thing is I got to, I got to train to, to make sure that I'm not the guy sitting on the sideline in a lawn chair, mm -hmm. you know, going, Oh, go run with the ball. You know, what's <laughs> yeah. your name again? You know, like yeah. that. Right. And, yeah. and so again, and it's the same thing with the brain, you know, we're at a point now where, you know, we could start winding down and retire. And the thing that is, no, we're going to start another company mm -hmm. and we're going to start a whole bunch of other things this year as well. Right. And, right. and so it's just, uh, that's going to keep us sharp. We're wiser. We're going to manage our time better. But the thing of it is, is that uh, I want to give this little boy the very best. I mean, he's got this guy that's lived 59 years with all this wisdom and experience and compassion. And you know what I mean? And we really, I think, I, I think we do a really good job as, as parents mm -hmm. with him. You know, mm -hmm. we've got like endless patience for this little boy. And well, I think and the he's best developing we really, really well. Because of our age, you know. But look at how happy he is and look mm -hmm. at how, how quickly he's developed, you know, when he had you know, he had to overcome something from birth and, yeah. and, uh, and he's overcome that now. And he's like, you know, he's testing out at, you know, three and a half, four years old and he's two and a half years old. Right? right. And so he's really, really progressing and he's doing really, really well. And, and it's because we spend the time with him and we do stuff with him. Mm -hmm. We don't just send him out to do stuff. And, and I never want that to stop. Right. I want him to experience everything for the first time with us. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to look after myself. So I don't want to listen to somebody because, because you look at that guy that says, Dude, you know, I'm retired, so well, what are you doing? Well, I'm sleeping in till 10 o'clock, and I'm getting up, and, right. you know, I'm going to have something to eat, and then I'm going to go for coffee, and then I'm going to sit down and watch a, have a nap, and I'm just like, dude. It deteriorates fast. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if you break your arm and put it in a cast, what happens to it? Mm -hmm. It just atrophies. Well, your brain atrophies, your body atrophies. If you're not using this and stuff, it's going to go away. And then if you're surrounding yourself with all other people that think the same way and right. do the same things. Right. And that's the, the point of this show is like, no, then look for new and Get active a different friends, environment. you know? And that's what the sermon was about yesterday. Right. You know, whatever you think about the majority of the time is what you're going to become. Mm -hmm. And so what do you want your life to be and find those influences? Again, reading books, we're very busy. I read audio books, so I listen to books, mm -hmm. but I, because of that, I'm able to read between two and five a month, mm -hmm. you know, and I get so much inspiration, so much information, so much. And so we're always moving forward, always getting better, always, always, always. And we, we don't resist that change. And, right. and I think if there's anything that has kept me thinking, 
you know, you can only be young once, but you can be immature forever. And that's always been my motto. Right. But now even more so, it's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not old. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still box, still do Muay Thai. We still lift weights. We run, we, you know, so physically no, and we're constantly learning and, and studying and, you know, learning new languages and, and Whatever I think you got to, I think you got to do that. Like why, why would, what do you gain sitting on the couch watching some movie or a television program that's just a made up somebody else's life. Right. You know, go make your own movie. <laughs> go live your own life. Exactly. I completely agree. I hope you guys agree too. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any insight, any thoughts or anything like that, or if you want to ask any questions, tgoodlad at me.com. Uh, you can find me, Terry Goodlad, on Facebook and a Tigre on Facebook. Jump in there. I'd love to have a conversation. I'm going to leave a link actually to, uh, to uh, a group that we have. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, if you want to, got anything to say about this program, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast.